That was a great win from the Jazz tonight. Came in, beat a not as good Kings team. Uh, the, the Kings team, they have a fun roster, but uh, nowhere near the same quality as the Jazz. And a Kings fan even tried to delay the game by throwing up on the court, but it didn't slow on the Jazz. They still pull off, pulled off the win. I don't know if you noticed that if, if you weren't watching the game, but um, just around nine minutes left in the fourth quarter, there was a nice 15-minute break. Um, and, and so that, that's what happened. Um, nothing too exciting, but you know, I, I'm sure some people noticed that the clock decided to not move for a while. Um, but uh, honestly, I, I don't know if there's a ton to break down in this. I'll, I'll go over some what some of my thoughts are, but uh, this comes down to it's a blowout when the Jazz got off to a little bit of a slower start. Uh, they, they let the Kings be right there in the game for uh, through most of three quarters, but um, at the fourth quarter, the Jazz beat the Kings 39 to 25 points. That, that was a 14 plus 14 point points right there, and they won by 18 points. So uh, I, I would have loved to see that come earlier. So I don't know because Nate and I we were, we were talking how it's possible that the Jazz could lose to the Kings. Like the King, like. The Jazz aren't invincible, and the Kings have some decent talent. Uh, the Kings kind of... I'm pretty sure we beat the Kings last time we played, but they definitely gave us... No, we might have lost. I don't know. I forget that one. Um, I, I remember it was it was kind of an ugly game from the Jazz the last time they played the Kings. So I'll go over the team stats, go over the box score, but um, when it comes down to it, like looking through the stats, even the Jazz let the Kings stay in it for a while. It was really that the Jazz had control of the game, even if the score didn't didn't show it the entire game, and and maybe that's just the fourth quarter showing in the team stats. But that that's what the the, the stats for the entire game. That's kind of what I'm seeing. So first off, the Jazz shot great, fifty um, percent from the field, forty four percent from three, over eighty percent from the free throw line. Um, I love to see games like that. We've had a couple this season. Um, I'm not, I don't expect that every game, but if we can get closer to these numbers, that would, that would be really nice. We hit 17 threes, um, 14 free throws. That's huge. And we shot the same number of shots as the Kings. I know this has been something that I've been talking about. Um, and I've been noticing trends with the jazz where they're winning games, but they're letting the other team shoot more shots and that comes down to turnovers, and that comes down to offensive rebounds. And so let's talk about the offensive rebounds and the turnovers. Uh, the Jazz out-rebounded overall, not count, not just offensive rebounds, but they out-rebounded the Kings by a lot. Uh, 52 rebounds to the Kings, 35. And they got six more offensive rebounds. That's six free possessions that the Jazz got, um, that the Kings gave up. And so the Jazz got 14 offensive rebounds. I'm really happy with that 14 number. I think that 14 number is really good. Um, right there, low teens is a perfect spot for the Jazz um, to be as, as far as offensive rebounds. I don't think most teams will beat them in the offensive rebound category if they're getting 14, 15 every game. Um, some games it will happen, and some games the Jazz are uh, like, it just doesn't go their way, and, and you can lose games that way. That's why I talk about it a lot. And let's talk about turnovers. The Jazz had five more turnovers than the Kings, but they only had 13 turnovers. 
I say only. I I still think 13 is uh, maybe a touch higher than I would like. Um, it's not awful, but uh, again, I had this conversation last game with the Raptors game where like you can turn the ball over, but you also need to pay attention to the points off of turnovers. And even though the jazz turned the ball over five extra times, they had two more points off of turnovers. So the jazz is showing us that even though they turn on, turn the ball over and tonight wasn't bad. I, I don't think 13 is awful, but even though they turn the ball over, maybe a little bit more like often than we like to see they, when they do turn the ball over, they stop the, they stop the break. They force the team to play, um, in the half court, they they don't let them get out and run, and then they can. Uh, the Jazz are a great defensive team, so they can stop those a lot of the time. And the, they when they turn the ball over, they know they messed up, so they come back and play with energy. And so that's what we're kind of seeing. Again, um, uh, and th- this is a small trend, and I haven't noticed it every game, but um, the Jazz aren't the biggest fast break team. And so they're normally beat out in the fast break. Um, I think that's made up for when you're shooting like you do tonight and you hit 17 threes on like, what was it? 44% from the three point line. So things like that make up for fast breaks, but I think the jazz have the capability to be a better fast break team. So I'm not quite sure what's going on there. Uh, I, I'm, I don't know. I don't know how they count fast break because I do feel like the Jazz play well in transition and they look for quick shots. Um, I don't know what the lot like. Uh, is it when the center crosses half court that it's no longer a fast break point? I don't know what the line is drawn there, so that might just be an issue with the how they measure that that stat. Um, going over other stats, the past two games the Jazz were great in assists. They got twenty tonight, which is fine nothing special so like they i i don't want to sound down like they still won the game you don't need 30 40 assists to win a basketball game um but it is fun it is fun to see ball movement um i think i don't think they were exceptional at moving the ball around t- tonight obviously like i'm picking at nits right now because it was a great win for the jazz but i don't think they were exceptional i think there were, uh, were a few plays where um, it showed really good basketball IQ, nothing crazy, but like like so, stuff like Jordan Clarkson in a transition situation, and there's one defender who has to either guard Conley in the corner or Jordan Clarkson at the top of the three, uh, kind of at the shoulder of the three, I guess, Who and Jordan Clarkson has the ball. So at that point, he made a smart decision. Um, in those situations, you want to force the defender to make a decision, and then you just react to that decision because... If you play that way, whatever decision they make is the bad decision. Um, and so Jordan Clarkson forced the defender to make a decision. He stepped up to guard, guard Jordan Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson got the pass to Conley when the um, defender committed. And that didn't leave the defender with enough time to recover and contest the shot. And Conley made the three. Um, super basic basketball, but stuff like that. Um, I like to see it's really important to make those plays and it's not like the jazz were bad at it before, but I, I have noticed they are looking for those kind of things. And, and like J- Jordan Clarkson, Donovan Mitchell are shoot first kind of players. I'm noticing a little more where they're looking for those opportunities where if they may have a good shot, but they're passing up a good shot for a better shot on the court. So 
I like seeing that. I think that um, are signs of of a maturing team on how to play better as a team, which is that's a really good sign for the playoffs. Um, let me jump jump over the box score. There's been a lot of hype around Rudy Gobert, so I'll talk about him first. He didn't have an excellent game. He didn't have a. I, I wouldn't call it a bad game. Um, like I said, I wasn't expecting him to come in and, and drop 18 points, 20 points a night. Um, so it, it was really fun to see Rudy Gay. I mean, I, did I say Rudy Gobert? I meant Rudy Gay. I feel like that's going to happen at least once a video, probably more. And and my dog just popped up, so you might see him jump up um, into the screen. I won't edit it out because dogs are fun. Um, but yeah, Rudy Gay... Let me scroll up to his. so he had three three points, six rebounds, an assist, one turnover, and he was one for four from the field. Um I would like to see more, but he was plus eleven, which is one of the better plus minuses, better than any of the jazz starters as far as plus minus goes, which uh, that's more to say the bench just beat the king's bench pretty bad. Um he came in and got six rebounds. That's one I want to see him getting five, six rebounds. That's a hustle stat that I think he has the size and the ability to bring that in every night. I'm happy with that. He and he only had three points. He hit a three, which is great. It's I want to see him hit a three every game that can that can show a shooting ability. Uh, but it was really just a mediocre game. And I don't want I feel like the we we just posted a video on Rudy Gay. Um I know like yesterday and this morning, whenever you search jazz news, it was all Rudy Gay, which I I don't think anyone was overreacting, but it might have brought up that uh, that perception uh, that we to expect Rudy Gay to kind of put up twenty every night. Um, and w- one of the takes that Nate and I had was we weren't expecting something like that from him, um, and we don't need him to be hot every night. Jordan Clarkson came off the bench and scored sixteen. If we get that from one or two bench players a night, we're golden. Um, so Jordan Clarkson was the guy tonight. Rudy Gay will have his games. Joe Ingles will have his games. And so it, it worked out. Um, and so I'm actually kind of happy with this performance because Rudy Gay sees his fit on the team where he doesn't need to come in and get his points. He can come in and he realizes Jordan Clarkson's hitting his shots, which how efficient was he? Five for thirteen, so not super efficient, but he was scoring. He was doing what Jordan Clarkson does, um, and Rudy Gay was realizing I'm not hitting my shots. So he he was very selective with his shots, took the ones that were good, they weren't falling. Oh well, that happens. And so like Donovan Mitchell, if he's in the situation, I want Donovan Mitchell to keep shooting. But Rudy Gay, there's other players on the Jazz that can make up those those points. Rudy Gay can go impact the game in other ways if he's if the shots just aren't falling early on because there's other guys who can hit shots so i want to bring that up since there was a lot of news about it i'm happy with his performance obviously it wasn't incredible but it wasn't bad it was it was fine i'm fine with games like this from rudy gay um i talked about jordan clarkson i um the bench they did great tonight hassan whiteside came in 10 points 10 rebounds I love to see that. That's that's exactly what I want to see from him. Uh, right in that double-double range is awesome to see. He's probably going to be below scoring and slightly below rebounds most game, but 
most games, but I'm I'm really happy to see him get a double double. And the starters uh, are two stars: Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. That's we're gonna have to figure out something to manage the Rudy gave Rudy Gobert stuff. But um, they both played exactly how I like to see them play. Donovan Mitchell got his 26 points. Um, I would love to see him average 28 this year. I don't I don't know if it will happen, but right up in that range is is perfect for Donovan Mitchell. I think that's a sweet spot for him. Uh, just above 25 are are the games that I think things kind of click. He shot 50% from the field, which is awesome. Um, he's, he, he's a higher volume shooter, not the most high volume shooter, but he's a higher volume shooter. And to see him shoot great percentages like this is, is a really big deal. Um, and it, it can go a long way. And he gave us his five rebounds, five assists. I think that's a perfect game for Donovan Mitchell. Not too many turnovers. He had three turnovers, it's maybe a little higher than I'd like, but over 25 points, five points, uh, five assists, five rebounds. That's what I want from Donovan Mitchell most nights. Um, and then to talk about Rudy Gobert, 21 points, 14 rebounds. Uh, he had a steal on a block. So just just doing their stuff. Um, I don't want to dig too much into it. The Kings are a team that the Jazz should beat. Uh, but they have, they have some good talent. Um, Harrison Barnes is an underrated player. He came out and, and played pretty well. 18 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists. Rashawn Holmes had a great night tonight. He's been having he's been having a sneaky good season. Um so and and tonight was probably one of his better games this season. So it was good for Rashawn Holmes, but the Jazz pulled off a great win. And and I, I think that's that. Uh, real quick, if ESPN lets lets me load because I feel like whenever I'm recording uh, I can't pull it up ahead of time because ESPN wants to crash on me. <laughs> um, and this is a pre-recorded video, but normally, I, well, not normally, but I like to have the live stream feel. And because I do live streams for these a lot of the time. Um, so I just, I just give you my one take. I don't worry about editing it. You, you, what I say, that's what you get. As long as the, as long as you can understand the words that I'm saying, if the mic is broken or something, then I'll re-record. But real quick, before I wrap up, I'm just going to go over the Jazz schedule real quick. Um, if, if, if you've already heard that, know what's going on. Um, hope you enjoyed the video, but uh, let me load the schedule. The, the Jazz have they have some okay teams coming up, uh, but uh, like I said, was it in the Raptors one, the, the Raptors video that I talked about? Uh, it was a live stream, so depending on the platform that you're on, you, you might have not seen it, but I think this could be the start of a good win streak. Um, and so they have Memphis, which, and that's on Monday night. That should be a really fun game. John Morant's having a great season. Again, the jazz are a much better team than the Grizzlies. So don't, don't write it off as a win yet, but that's the expectation. Then we have Oklahoma City. It would be a huge disappointment if we lose to them. And then we have two in a row back-to-back against New Orleans, um, which Zion might be healthy for those. It seems unlikely. Um, and if if he is back, he'll be back for one of them, and he probably won't play the back-to-back. Uh, but that seems unlikely. Brandon Ingram, he's been having a pretty nice season. He just got back from injury. So um, don't write them off as wins yet, but I think... 
like start paying attention to the jazz get get ready to get excited because if you remember those long win streaks that the jazz have had uh, in the past couple of seasons it seems like utah just gets really excited whenever whenever that happens so i'm excited to see the energy and the support for the jazz and that's one reason why i'm really pushing for a win streak and i i think i think they could have a pretty long win streak because the next time they play like a championship contender is December 9th against the 76ers. And they haven't been playing great recently because Embiid's been out. So um, yeah, that that's, that's what I got from the Kings game. That's kind of how I see the, the next few games going with the schedule. So hope you enjoyed. Thanks for joining me. Uh, if, if you're a fan of the jazz, follow us, uh, whatever channel you're listening to, we will keep putting out this jazz content um and and please like the video it it really helps a lot um yeah thanks for joining me and go jazz